I used to work in the costuming department for a production company in Manhattan. So when I tell you I've met some of the most unique people you can imagine, I'm not exaggerating. However, there was one who trumps all the rest. A Big Bird performer from a Sesame Street live show I worked on in the 90s. According to rumors on set, he apparently lived in a small apartment on the shadier side of Queens, walking distance from where the performances were held. For being a performer on a big show, you would think he could afford better, but it's still up in the air as to why he lived there. And most think he wasn't there for financial reasons. Me being in charge of costuming, I had heard a rumor that he used to walk back to his apartment from set in his Big Bird costume, keeping it at his apartment overnight. Apparently he got away with this because he showed up before everyone else in the morning so the rest of the crew just thought he had already gotten changed. Taking home the costumes was against our rules, so if he was really doing this, I needed to find out about it. So one night, after everyone else had left set, I saw him heading out the back of the studio with his costume on. I decided to follow him for a little to make sure the rumors were true. I trailed him for several minutes, making sure to keep my distance, and once he was a few blocks away from set, I saw him turn down an alleyway. He then opened up a dumpster and started grabbing weird items. A bag of paper shreddings, pieces of wood, and what looked to be a large trash bag of leftovers from a local restaurant. Very strange to me, of course, but I just figured he was maybe one of those hoarders. Not a normal lifestyle, but for the most part harmless. At that point, I certainly wasn't letting him out of my sight though, so I stuck with him. Leaving the alleyway, he wandered for a few more blocks and went down another alley. This one was way more decrepit and water dripped down from its brick walls as fog emanated from a sewer nearby. He took out his key from the costume and unlocked the door, dragging the items with him. I guess at that point my job was completed. I knew he was going home with the costume and I could have just left. I wish I had just left. However, the smell that came out from the apartment was unbelievable. I just had to see what it looked like inside. I snuck over to his window around the side of the building and luckily was able to peer in through a broken part of the curtain. What I saw inside was like nothing I had ever witnessed before. It was a room just completely full of garbage. Though it wasn't the usual pile of garbage you would see in the house of a hoarder. It was like a giant bird's nest that took up the entire room. And inside of it, there were these little stirring mounds bulging up from within. Big Bird entered the room and began to fill in the empty parts of the nest with the garbage that he had just gotten from the dumpster. Then he took the leftovers and started chopping them with an old machete. I cringed as he savagely shoved them into an enormous blender and mixed up a giant leftover smoothie. This was the point where my stomach began to turn. He crawled into the nest and uncovered one of the little mounds. It was a tied up human child, buried in the trash, desperate and crying. Big Bird then poured the blend into his own beak and began to regurgitate it into the mouth of the crying child. Horrified, I tripped on a flower pot 
as I lurched back, about to puke. When I looked again through the window, I saw Big Bird turn towards me. He locked eyes for the briefest of seconds, and I took off running, not stopping until I got all the way back to the studio. I called the police immediately after, and they ended up at his place within the hour. They found three children tied up in the giant bird's nest. But as far as the Big Bird performer goes, he was nowhere to be found. However, the costume was sitting in his living room with a note on it. It said that ever since he first put the costume on, he was cursed by its desires and that he was sorry for what people would discover about him. Turns out the more the police looked into the case, the more missing children from performances throughout the years were connected to it. The performer is still said to be on the run using a fake name. We may never know why he did what he did. I'm just glad I followed him home that night. Otherwise, who knows how many more children would have gone missing. <laughs>